1: Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. We're just going to save our sporting headlines with Sammy Hewitt just briefly because we have online, uh, live out of Melbourne, Jordan Canelis, SEN Tennis commentator. Jordan, late night last night?
0: (laughs) Uh, hello, Safi. Yes, very late. Uh, <laughs> we were still on air at 1.30am our time, so uh, I think it's the latest we've been on air this this Oz Open, and uh, yeah, 4am bedtime, so pretty normal one for the Oz Open.
1: Is that a nightmare? Are they going to address this?
0: Surely they have to. I mean, they, they tried to address it before the tournament. They, they re, uh, reshuffled the schedule. Uh, this year at the Oz Open to try and eliminate those those night session those really late night session uh, matches that we sometimes get. But the scheduling yesterday just was completely wrong from the organisers. They put a Legends doubles match on Rod Labour Arena oh. um, to, to start the day, and so of course that was going to push everything back. So it finished later. It could have finished later. The last two matches of the day were both straight sets victories. If they'd gone long, we could have been we could have been on air until three am
1: what 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 is it about the the reluctance and it's not just the Oz Open but the other ones like hey guys just go in the dressing room. you guys you're probably not going to start till you know after midnight do you want to do you want to come back tomorrow and do it but or or is it all locked in
0: um look that, there is a possibility for them to do that you know the the tennis tour during the the other tournaments in the, in between all the grand slams um the players play every day but there's no break in between it's only the grand slams where where the players get a day off in between their matches, so players are familiar with playing games or playing matches back to back, day after day. So that that is a possibility, but um, when you play late, though, it is it just completely throws out uh, the body clock. So you know, I wouldn't be. I guess if you're a player, you'd probably think, well, you know, if you had the if you had to play. At a normal hour, but a day later, you'd probably take it. But I think the players also really appreciate having a day off in between because it allows them to to recuperate and and um, and uh, and and prepare and recover for their next match. It, particularly at this Grand Slam stage, it is you know the biggest stage in in world tennis. These four tournaments, so you want to have as much recovery um, in between. You know mm. that's why the organisers allow them that. Um, the other solution is to have moved them to a different court. Uh, which was actually posed to the uh, to the players last night. I think um, the uh, the Arena Sabalenka Barbora Krejčikova match, which was meant to be at 7 p.m., the organizer said, "Hey, Margaret Court Arena, the second the second stadium is free. It's not not being used right now. So do you want to move it over there and play there?" But the players said, "No, we want to play on Rod Labor Arena." <laughs> I'm sure the fans as well who had bought those tickets, you know, at this stage of the tournament get pretty expensive. They would have wanted to see two matches on the court. So. Um, we're kind of stuck in this situation where everything just had to happen on on the main court. How
1: expensive are tickets to get in?
0: Um, well, they can climb up pretty, you know, pretty steep uh, in the. I don't. I don't actually know the ticket prices exactly off the top of my head, but they can be in the high high hundreds by this uh, by this stage of the, yeah. of the tournament. And then, I think by you know for the finals, um, some of the most expensive seats can be a couple thousand. Jeepers,
1: jeepers. Oh well, Rod Laver Arena, I'm guessing all the quarters, all the semis and the finals uh, in the men's and women's singles, all going to be there?
0: That's right, yeah. yeah. So yesterday was the first day where all the singles matches remaining uh, will be on Rod Laver Arena, so that's going to be the same today. Four matches and then uh, and then the next two days following today will be will be two matches uh, for the semi-final nights.
1: We've got a qualifier in yeah, uh, yes, Trimska, who's on court now three all in the first set. I love it when a qualifier goes
0: deep. This is amazing. Yeah, she's she's made the deep in the second week now of the main draw, but she's been here for three weeks now competing at uh, at Melbourne Park, having gone through qualifying. So she's had to play an extra three matches. Uh, which is what's required through qualifying. So she's had the the longest run of anyone remaining in, in the men's or women's singles at the Australian Open. And it's just an incredible uh, incredible story. You think, you know, at the point, um, you know, it's probably most matches really, she'd go in as the underdog and she's managed to prevail in all of them. She beat Victoria Azarenka in her previous match. Azarenka's a two-time champion here, so she knows what it takes to win a slam. And, uh, and your strengths got, got past her in the, in that match. Um, she's uh, relatively young, 23 years of age. She's uh, She has been a player that's been in the top 100 before in the women's. But um, when you fall outside the top 100, you've got to go through qualifying. But she is, uh, yeah, she's probably a bit... Um, it feels like it's been a bit unspoken, uh, her story, just yet, because there's been so many big names that have been eliminated from the women's draw, but she's been the fairy tale story.
1: The big one in the night session tonight sees Verev against Carlos Alcaraz, who couldn't name a single women's tennis player in his post-match interview <laughs> after his last
0: match. <laughs> Has he endeared himself to the Australian crowd? I think so. That was that was a bit of a uh, bit of an unfortunate situation. There's so many plays he could have named, and he couldn't, <laughs> couldn't pick one. So I think I don't know. Hopefully, uh, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Hopefully, he just panicked. You know, he's we forget he's 20 years old. He feels like he's been around for a while now, and he's won a couple of slams already. But he is very young, so we'll uh, we'll cut in some slack. Hopefully, Jim Courier. Hopefully, he's done his research, Carlos Alcaraz, and if he wins tonight, Jim Courier will. Uh, We'll go back and ask him that question again. And hopefully he can name a woman this time. But um, he's uh, yeah, he's matched tonight against Alexander Zverev. This is uh, number two versus number six seed. And this is going to be a, a phenomenal match. Zverev, uh, big, powerful player. He's about six foot six. So he's huge. Probably one of the tallest players on tour. Has perhaps the best backhand in, in men's tennis right now. Uh, incredible backhand shot. And Alcaraz is—he's—he's um, he's just a powerful player. Got a good variety as well. You know, phenomenal baseline player um, on both forehand and backhand, but isn't afraid to come up to the net as well. Um, yeah, this is going to be. Uh, this is rightfully so, is uh, is the final match on, on Rod Laver Arena because this is the best match of the day.
1: It is. And uh, Hurt Scouts, well, I don't even know if I've said that right, against Daniel Medvedev, uh, the number three seed. Medvedev Alcaraz, uh, surely the two. And already Novak Djokovic and Yannick Sinner. Sinner has been um, pre-tournament tipped out as maybe the one to trouble these top two the most.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And and he's got form as well against Novak Djokovic. He, uh, he actually beat him uh, twice at the end of, of last year, just a couple of months ago. Um, they played three times uh, in the space of about three or four weeks, uh, maybe less actually. Uh, might have been about two weeks. They played each other three times and, and Sinner won two of those matches um, in the Davis Cup and in the ATP finals. Um, so he's got form. He's got recent form against Novak Djokovic. He had a phenomenal year last year, Yannick Sinner. Um, last night against Andre Rublev, when he was when he was tested, when Rublev was trying to force the issue and really come at Yannick Sinner, Sinner kept his cool. He's a very composed player. Doesn't really, you know, doesn't really show much emotion. Just keeps it all under under control, and uh, and just maneuvered his way through the challenge really easily. And um, and now, yeah, Novak Djokovic, who uh, I'm sure Djokovic is his... he'll be game planning hard with his team on how to beat Yannick Sinner because. He's, he hasn't got the form you know, of recent meetings. So this, is, this has been set up perfectly for a great semi-final.
1: Jordan, before we go the women's side of the draw, we were talking yesterday how in the Australian Open... We always get really invested in whoever won the ASB Classic over here, the men's and the women's. And so David Ferrer used to win here, and we'd really root for him in the Australian Open. Coco Goff, she's made the semi-finals. We reckon she's got some Kiwi lineage she's been covering here every year. She's in pretty good nick, but got a bit of a scare yesterday.
0: She did, yeah. Yesterday's match was just all over the place against uh, Marta Kostiuk. So she was down. Kostiuk was serving for the first set. Um, at at five-one up, and and Coco Goff just peeled off the next uh, five games in a row to to take it out to a tiebreaker, um, clinched the tiebreaker, lost the second set in the tiebreaker, so completely flipped on its head, but then won the third and final set uh, six-two, um, and her next matchup is against Arena Sabalenka, which is the semi-final that was that everyone wanted to see from that half of the draw. That was the projected semi-final, and and we've got that matchup now. So we're going to see two different styles. Of play it's it's sabalenka who has been um just incredible incredible form she's, she is the informed player uh sabalenka the reigning champion uh for the women's side um but coco goff she's got the athleticism she's got the game uh to trouble arena sabalenka so we'll see two different game styles the power of sabalenka the athleticism and the variety of coco goff um but there's even despite sabalenka's great form Coco Goff is in great form. She won the most recent Slam, US Open champion. Um, she's she's got through to this stage of the tournament, so she'd be feeling comfortable, uh, confident. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is the semi final we wanted to see. And uh, well, I hope for your guys' sake, with uh, with her uh, her New Zealand lineage, questionable, <laughs> uh, but hopefully she does get through.
1: Yeah, the two and the four seed, and um, with the other four quarter finalists, we've got the twelve seed, unseeded, unseeded qualifier that's a very slopey draw
0: it's been amazing what has happened it's been incredible that we've had uh all of those the top seeds from that half of the draw all got knocked out early just completely wiped clean and so we've got this this absolute just it's a it's sort of a hot pot really of 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 who is remaining on that half of the draw (laughs) um noskova uh who's who's playing right now against the knocking out the world number one Shviontek a couple of nights ago, but she's one for the future though. Nineteen years of age, looks really composed on the baseline. Um, she uh, she found her rhythm as the match went on against uh, against Shiantic. Um and then uh, and then the match tonight on Rod Laver Arena, Kalinskaya, Skyer, who's got a phenomenal backhand, and and Genqing Wen from China, the number twelve seed, who um, a lot of people were saying this this might be her tournament on the hardcore. She's pretty young as well. She's twenty one, but she's been building up steadily. Over the um, over the last couple of years, and uh, she's got she's got a, a great kit bag. She's got all the all the tools that she needs on the tennis court. Um, so I I think uh, I think I think could be Zheng Wen from China who goes and, and makes the final.
1: Brilliant, Jordan. Appreciate your time and a hectic schedule for you, uh, my friend. Um, as always, we thank you and we wish you well for the rest of the tournament.
0: Thank you, Staffy, Appreciate it.
1: Cheers, mate. There he is, uh, Jordan Cornelis, SENN. Commentator, we shall take a break, and I think we'll find out what's making news after this.